Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Half Hour on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko, and right back where he belongs on the West Coast, the co-host, Chad Smart. Hello, sir. Hello, Greg. I had a question for you to start off this show, but I can't remember what it was. So I'm going to go with my other more deep probing question is before you we started this you said give me 30 minutes because i need to shave and i'm looking at you on the screen i see you still have the goatee i'm just wondering what took 30 minutes to shave (laughs) uh so the well are you back into swimming are you getting ready for the triathlon uh actually uh no um Hmm. but uh, I, I hadn't shaved, you know, cheeks and neck, uh, you know, in a couple of days. So that was due. I was supposed to shave this morning before my uh, now, you know, having the benefit of hindsight canceled or postponed appointment for work. Uh, but I was running behind as well. So I knew it was going to be a quick shave. And then I mishandled my razor blade. And it sliced my thumb. So I got a a band-aid so I, I realized after i had you know the bleeding had to stop and then i had to get around like oh, i'm just not gonna shave today then i get out to the guy's house he had completely forgot he had a, a work project or forgot about the appointment he had a work project uh, that was due a big one he was working on um so we were rescheduled for next week and um i came home and well reached out to you before i had, had ever officially gotten home and uh, took the time to shave. You said 15 minutes. I was giving an extra buffer. Uh, and then I said to you, I'm ready. And I sent the link and you said, oh, I need 15 minutes to shower. Yeah. Why the hell didn't you shower while you knew I was shaving? Well, because I was busy. I was taking care of some other things. I was on the phone. Fu- I had a phone call and I was doing my daily quartal. And so, what, you know. What's quartal? It's quad, quadruple wordle. You get four wordles at once that you have to try to solve. Huh. Yeah. And then there's also framed, which is uh, six. You get one scene from a film six times and you have to guess the film. Oh, that sounds fun. Where would I find that? Is there an app or is a website? It's a website. It okay. is. Let me see. I can tell you it is uh, framed.wtf. Are you seeing that? I'm not surprised. Framed.wtf. Yeah. Today was the hardest one for me. One, because I had not seen the film before, so I had no reference. But usually it, you get six guesses, and usually by the fifth or sixth, you should be able to get it because it's but you, you a cast member. Oh, <laughs> did you get it? today i got it in five today yeah is it a newer movie um newer as in post 2010 yes oh okay um i believe or at least post 2000 oh gosh you think it could be that far back i don't know i have no idea when movies come out anymore um this but looks like it's a foreign movie. That, you know, that was my guess as, as well. And so I, right. I could not uh, figure out what 
you know, and because you have to enter movies, but not all movies are, are available. So I would come up with a movie. I would start to type it in and it would not be available. So I'm like, well, I guess it's not that movie. That's uh, the Cathedral de Notre Dame. This is riveting podcasting, by the way. <laughs> I'm playing Framed, Framed.WTF, uh, co-host of the year, Mike. I know you're listening. Uh, check it out. I think, is it that? Oh, it's not. It's not populating. You know, speaking of movies, before we went on the air, I'm sure oh, you know, I know exactly what it is now. Oh. Go ahead. Um, we were talking Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Um, I, I have to say, you know, I, how many did you get it in? Uh, four. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I took one more. I had to see a cast member to get it, but the, uh, the, uh, the musical number set piece of the parade. Okay. Get, get, so yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Never seen that movie. So had no oh. reference, but, uh, Dr. Strange, I, you know, for all of my complaining, I do about Marvel to you in text messages and to people in person. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Dr. Strange. I, I was not a big fan of the original Dr. Strange film. I thought it was just okay because it was Marvelish, but, uh, this one was very Sam Raimi ish. So I enjoy that. A lot of comment sections said, Oh, it was a, a Disney plus show with a, a few minutes of Sam. I thought the Sam Raimi uh, parts were, were generous. Yeah. And I so, thought it was a very violent film for, uh, for a Marvel film. But, that thing that happened. Yes. That the whole internet is talking about my goodness, that thing. Oh, that thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, now I'm going to, segue here real quick because uh kevin huntsberger the host of the my one two three cents podcast here on the nerd united podcasting network we have a problem not a problem it's not it's where i'm going to face it we complain as we do because we're old men yelling at clouds a lot of times but we complain about wrestling sites posting spoilers without giving you a spoiler warning in advance sure you know well yesterday on yahoo there was a lead cover story and it said uh, name redacted for purposes of this conversation, name redacted cameo surprise, you know, who, and it's like, why are you, I mean, yes, you had to get into the article to get more info, but based on what the headline implied, you know, it's, it's a spoiler that is very, uh, you kind of knew what what it was referring to, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And I, you know, I understand in this day of they of, brought back Robert Downey Jr. Folks, they brought yes. back Robert Downey. RDJ lives again. Well, I had not heard that there was a rumor that um, Tom Cruise was supposed to be was going to be Tony Stark in this film. That was that was, that, that was circulating. One of uh, those members of the uh, quote unquote Illuminati. Uh, somebody mm-hmm. theorized, oh, it's got to be, and it's going to be Tom Cruise. No. No. Tom's busy doing just, his own thing. Yeah. I mean, he's got Mission Impossible 87 to do nope. right now. Nope. Top Gun Maverick. And, and, and Top Gun 80, 83, which we've, I, I don't, I, I heard good things about Top Gun Maverick, but I still think Top Gun is a very, the most overrated 80s film. Uh, I'm not a fan. You got a timer going on this thing? I mean, like, I know it's middle of the day. Yeah. We haven't started our our topic yet, Chad. 
I know. Well, we get distracted. I we hadn't talked to you in two weeks. You know, I just there's a lot going on, and I I didn't know how long our actual topic would be. So we'll say Did okay. We'll we'll table this discussion for. Didn't we talk like five days ago? <laughs> well. But the episode that for, for a peek behind the curtain, the episode that dropped today, we recorded late last week when Chad was in Illinois. Now, he wasn't near enough that we could record in person, but we were in the same time zone. So, yeah, it worked out. OK, fine. If you want to do that, let's get into today's topic. <laughs> Jobs we've left behind. And it's important to note because we're having this conversation in the middle of the day. And my uh, job allows a certain amount of flexibility. Uh, you know, I, I'm able to, you know, excuse me, duck out and go watch my boys' soccer game or, or you know, t-ball game or last week, Doctor Strange two in the Multiverse of Madness, um, or the the more regrettable Morbius. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I have an appointment that cancels. I you know, I've got some time to fill, and and you know, I'm pretty well caught up on my, on my work, so. I reach out to Chad. Chad's uh, schedule availability is because tell them all, Chad. Because I am currently unemployed. So if anybody has a job that uh, you know of, feel free to send it my way. I probably will say no, thank you. But uh, especially if it's not located in the greater Los Angeles area. But what if, yeah, I am free. What if it's something you could do remotely? See, that was one of my problems with my last job is I do not like working remotely. I yeah. want, you know, if, and I've said this during the COVID, you know, work from home uh, last two years. If I lived with people, if I had roommates or a spouse or uh, was human trafficking, it would be different. But when I live at home by myself, you miss that interaction, actual interaction with people, and it's not good on the mental health state of individuals. I was just going to offer you a six-year-old until you said that last thing. <laughs> I was be like, I got a six-year-old that I, you know, that sometimes he and I, but uh, yeah. it's all for entertainment, folks. You know, yes, uh, joking. Like, I should have said, or even if I had pets, you know, if you have pets that you can talk to, and and you know hang out with but yeah no i i am looking for something that will get me out of the house hopefully or at least uh not be 90 percent excel spreadsheet related so tell, tell the good people listen and uh you know use this as a, a an audio version of indeed or linkedin tell them all what your strengths are obviously uh, you're good at excel you just don't want to do it <laughs> no i i actually not i oh. i have to i've done it for jobs but i know the bare basics but what am i what am i i don't know see this is my problem see, i was talking with an with a recruiter and i said you know i am not very good at selling myself because i am more of a person who wants to prove that I can do the job, not tell you I can do the job, mm. which is a hard thing because I've dealt with too many people. And here, here's a little insight into Hollywood. Everyone in the entertainment bis business is a writer, producer, director, who's going to go on and make the greatest film ever. And they are all budding Spielbergs. And the number of people that have actually seen do something um, is very low and the actual number of people that I've seen do something worthwhile and good is even lower. Yeah. So I, 
I do not want to be one of those people. I just want to say, give me a chance. Let me do the job. And, you know, give me a three month trial period. And if I don't work out, then I don't work out. But Rodney Carrington, uh, the kind of Southern uh, stand up comedian who works blue, I believe. Yes. He's got a good song called Titties and Beer. Yeah. Uh, he also has another one it's called Show Him to Me, which, by the way, on the DVD is pretty fun. Um, but in one of his earlier stand up things, uh, he uh, he has uh, it sounds like what you're wanting as far as like opportunities is what he's asking for. He, he's like he's like you go buy a vehicle that you can't you can't buy a truck because you got shitty credit or you don't have any credit. You know, like how, how the fuck is supposed to get credit if you don't have, you know, good credit? So um yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're in the greater Los Angeles area and your work does not involve spreadsheets um, for Chad, uh, hit him up. Chad, what's your cell phone number? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yes, and if you're Tyler Perry working on a new Medea film, hit me up because I'm a big fan of the Medea. Are you really? I am. Can- I, I, it shocked me, too, when I started watching the movies, but... I I think Tyler Perry and Adam Sandler have a lot in common, and I'll let you figure out what that is on your own. In, in a positive sense, though. In a positive sense, yeah. yes. Uh, which I think, you know, again, going off topic, but we have that kind of time, um, would be maybe uh, knowing their audience. Um, well, that too. Yes, knowing their audience, but also I their films are... Um, you know, a little bit out there and maybe a little lowbrow at times, but the message that they try to get through with the end of the film is a very uplifting and positive message, which, uh, you know, it all comes around in the good, with the exception of Jack and Jill. That one, I, I don't know what Adam was, was thinking, but I, I want to, because you, you mentioned it, I want to ask specifically, uh, I feel like there there's a movie that, Adam Sandler made eight years ago. That is everything that you're explaining here. Did you ever see the cobbler? That's one I did not finish. Really? For yeah. like, couldn't just couldn't, couldn't enjoy it. Couldn't get into it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, uh, I, I, I mean, ridiculous, ridiculous six also probably doesn't fit my thing, but it does have uh, vanilla ice playing Mark Twain. So, Oh God. <laughs> That's everybody's thing. All right. So anyway, uh, yes, back if, on topic. if you want to uh, at, at least have a conversation with Chad, uh, you know, because I'm not saying he's going through some hard times. Uh, he, he's not uh, the throat. Um, but if you want to at least get him a cup of coffee or, or the beverage of, of your collective choosing, uh, send an email to I'm trying to figure out, uh, uh, you know, what? I, Send a message. Send a message to uh, Greg and Chad's Power Half Hour on Facebook. We'll get you oh, to. I was going to say you can hit me up on Twitter at Chad Smart. It's very easy and simple. Yeah, but I have you ever met people from Twitter, man? That, that's a weird bunch. Yeah, I it, mean, that's, it's a half a step above like meeting people from Craigslist. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, speaking of of Twitter, I did get a uh, message from a coworker who. Is, is looking for a job themselves. And uh, I guess a recruiter reached out from Twitter for a, you know, six month contract job and, and said, you know, would you be interested? And I said, 
as long as I get to work with Elon, then yes, I am interested. <laughs> uh, so you're going to take the gig? Well, I doubt that it gets offered to me, but oh. if it does, I will talk to them and I will see. And uh, yeah, uh, and then I might figure out actually how to properly use Twitter. Sweet. Uh, or I can shadow ban Kevin Huntsberger. So do you say shadow bang? Ban. Shadow oh, bang. <laughs> <laughs> those are two very different things. <laughs> yes. uh, I apologize to you both. All right. So uh, you when you say you are currently unemployed, that yeah. was, it's important to note, that was your decision. They did not fire no. you. You said, I'm not happy. I'm worth more than, you know, observing well, and reviewing these spreadsheets, right? Well, yeah, it was more of, so to go into not a lot of detail, but to give people a, a, an accurate overview of what has gone on is, um, and I, I don't know if we discuss if we've mentioned company names on previous episodes. I will not do so here now, just because again, I am actually still trying to move into another department with my old company. But I will say that I was working for a company that was bought, survived a merger. My department was eliminated, and I was moved into a new department. Which what I was told. Um, where I was being told I was moving to, I was like, cool. And then when I got into it, I was like, this isn't at all what you, what I was promised. And part of, you know, as going back to earlier, talking about working from home, it just was not a job that was very easily learned remotely without being able to, you know, because if I have questions, then you have to set up a Zoom meeting with someone to go over things. And everyone is so busy and there are so many meetings throughout the day that instead of easily walking to someone and saying like, hey, can you show me this thing that's going to take two minutes real quick? You like have to wait four hours, five hours to get a meeting. And, you know, over the last nine months, I've had some personal issues. Um, you know, I, I was gone for two months last July and August for my job after my dad passed away and my mom was in the hospital and then I came back and then I was gone again in March for a month after my mom passed away. And it just, uh, it was at that point where I'm like, I have no interest in this job. I don't yeah. like what I'm doing. And so, you know, I think, and this is something I've had conversations with, with friends too. It's like, you know, in the past, I think people just went to work and they worked for a company for 40, 50 years. And now we're in a age where more people are moving around even later in life. And I said, you know what? I'm not happy. It is taking a toll on my mental health. Um, my friends I'm sure are tired of hearing me complain about my job at the end of every day. And so I just said, I need to step away. I, and I was still dealing with some um, personal stuff from my parents, you know, trying to um, finish up everything that needs to be closed out uh, state-wise with them. So I was like, I need to take the time off to kind of, it, it was more like recentering myself. And again, mental health is a huge aspect of this. Um, you know, I've, I've dealt with my, I've been open with my issues with depression before. And I just like, I needed time away. So, um, but I also have felt like, you know, I've been here in Los Angeles for 15 years. I kind of fell into a path career path that I was not expected 
or expecting to. Mm-hmm. And, and Kurt Pat, I wasn't aware of before I moved out here. And so now it's like, okay, let me try to get back into doing something that I enjoy. Oh, I want to do trafficking. That's a joke, people. Kidding. I'm, I'm glad game. I was kind of talking over that. <laughs> uh wanna wanna bring up some statistics uh for you. Uh, because and it's some of the, one of the things we're gonna talk about here. Um this a couple of things. Well, your this merger happened in a pandemic. So you were undertaking new responsibilities in a pandemic, as you mentioned. Uh, similarly, I changed jobs in a pandemic and I was fortunate um, from the regard of like, none of my work has ever been like shut down because of the pandemic. Like my, my previous job was deemed essential. Uh, they, they gave me a sheet of paper uh, that designated me. I, I don't know how official this was, but it says, you know, it says this individual, it, should I be pulled over in that two week? Remember when it was supposed to be like two weeks to flatten the curve and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, kill, kill the coronavirus. Um, I was one of those people apparently keeping it going because I was, you know, still working. But I, it was like if I got pulled over by a police, I was like, what are you doing? You're under, you know, quarantine or whatever. And I'm like, this is what my company gave me. It says that I'm still allowed to because I was in. I don't I can't know if I can call it like food in. But I, I delivered water, you know, those five gallon water jugs. And so people need water, especially in, in areas. And there were some areas in my old territory that did not have like drinkable water, which is crazy to, to think about in in, uh, in the United States. But uh, I'm not I'm not going to get into the, the legality of it all or, or the, the history behind it. But uh, and then I changed jobs in officially in in july of 2020 and even though like covid was still kind of raging that summer summer 2020 like you know a couple things tried opening up oh shit we got away we got to close everything down but what i do now is is evidenced by you know like the this morning's failed appointment uh, uh, attempt uh this is a face-to-face business and while i can do some things virtually and i have uh it, it works best not over emails and not over text messages but sitting down with Mr. and Mrs. Client and, and discussing things, explaining things, showing things. Um, similarly to you having to learn things, they need to, you know, be educated, you know, oftentimes about what they have. But I want to show, uh, share with you a few statistics. Um, the average time, Chad, I don't know if you've done the research on this. This is well-researched stuff. Do you know the average amount of time that an employee stays with a with a business with a company? Um, based on my experience, I'm going to say six years, eight months, four point one years. Mm. Now, and this is going to uh, factor in, in, and I apologize, uh, co-host of the year, Mike uh, Luther, because we're going to go over thirty minutes today because I think we're already at like twenty three. <laughs> but uh, do you know the average person, how many jobs they will have in a lifetime? Mm, 57. That's a little high. Uh, 12. Oh, oh okay. Um, and, and again, that's, well, that's from Zipia. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not using official US Bureau of Label Statistics uh, uh, numbers, but I'm sure somewhere you know, 
that anyway, what, what I'm telling you is we're seeing this resurgence and, and it's coming out of the pandemic where uh, the town that my wife and I used to live in they're it pissed off a lot of local folks because they had broken ground on a new soccer complex. And uh, like last week's meeting, they decided, well, this ground that we had dedicated and broken ground for a couple of years ago for a soccer complex, we're selling to some something for, for industrial use. Um, and, you know, it's going to bring 90 jobs, which in, in a town that size with a lot of, you know, the, the food service industry, you know, mechanics, you know, things like that. They're all, you know, you can fill 90 jobs tomorrow if, you know, people actually wanted to I'm, I'm getting into politics. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, we're in a time where there's an abundance of options. And if, if, if you don't like what you're doing, if you think the grass is greener, uh, you know, by all means, jump, you know, uh, I was in a situation uh, <laughs> where um, with my last job is I, my body was physically breaking down. Uh, I had a ruptured disc in my lower back. Uh, in fact, they, they think one was ruptured and the other herniated. And I have a right knee that cracks and pops with every stair up or down. Uh, and, and sometimes the inflammation is so bad that like, I, I feel bad for my wife if she's caught behind me on the stairs because I'm going up one at a time, leading with my good leg and, and you know, like dragging the other one along. Uh, but I, Doc says I have no cartilage in my knee, um, but I'm also trying to put off knee replacement as long as possible. I say all that. Uh, I, I was in a position where I could, move. you know, I, I've never from the time that I was 16, I've been working, you know, think about that. I'm almost 40. I know you're a few years older than me and I'm sure you're, situation is similar. I mean, uh, there was one time I got fired from one job, uh, which we'll talk about here, uh, where I was out of work for about five weeks, just trying to get my legs back under me and figure out where I could go. But the thing is, there's plenty of opportunity out there. Is everything the right fit? No. But if it's, you know, um, and I don't, I don't, I don't say this to, criticize you certainly you know but like if it's a matter of uh, like who was i i was talking with someone who said that his wife was like a very proud person and she knew what she wanted to do in life and when she couldn't do that she just wasn't working and and her logic was like i was put on this earth you know i don't know i'm paraphrasing to do this thing and if i can't do that thing i'm just not going to work fortunately for her she was able to, you know, find find work that, you know, he said in the last eight or so years of her life, because she passed away uh, from cancer a few years ago, that she lived more, traveled, you know, globally doing this and that uh, than she lived in, you know, the 40 whatever years previous. So, like, I get it. But at the same time, if there are bills to pay, you know, like uh, old Steve Austin always said on his podcast, uh, those gimmicks in the mail called bills keep coming. You know what I mean? Uh, so sometimes you got to, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I've had to swallow my pride and do things that I wouldn't necessarily think about doing uh, because, you know, there, there's mortgage and there's, you know, other bills and now kids, you know, things like that. I'm sorry. I just talked a lot. <laughs> no, that's, and that's the thing is, I mean, unfortunately, yes, 
we have life that we have to deal with. So can't just sit back as much as I am enjoying not working at the moment, although I have been very busy so far in the six days, seven days that I've not had a job, but, but I think to them and I, you know, during this time, if I sit down and write the book that is in my head, I think one of the aspects that will come up is we are now in a society where we kind of want everything to be perfect and everything has to be the perfect fit. And if something isn't 100% perfect, then we move on. And, and I can see, you know, I, I going back, I, I don't think you should stay in a job that is soul crushing and kills your will to live on a daily basis just to pay bills. But at the same time, I also understand there is no perfect job. Even if I get, um, you know, I had a friend, you know, I have a friend who worked for WWE and growing up, I would have said, Oh man, that's an amazing job. You know, he's telling me about the job and he's like, it sucks. It's you have to deal with, you know, everything that you deal with in another job is still here in WWE. And what you see behind the scenes can also kill your, um, love your fandom it. or your love of it. And, yeah. you know, I, I've wanted to work in the entertainment industry since I was four years old. When I first saw star Wars, I, have been doing that now for 20 years and you know, I, I'm not as enamored with the behind the scenes stuff that goes on. And, and let's face it, you know, Hollywood is not a place of, filled with people that you should be looking up to or idolizing or uh, in a lot of cases, even respecting, but it's what I love. I love the storytelling telling mm-hmm. aspect. I love the creative aspect of it. Isn't it amazing? You know, and it feels like Star Wars is that um, galvanizing moment for. Uh, I'm gonna say this with as much respect as I can because you know uh, I I love you, um, but for people of your generation, you know, no, it's true. Yeah, it's it's like, no, I mean, because you're so amazed uh, by everything. But then, as you've learned, you know, like you went you you got into entertainment, you you moved to L.A. Uh, and and you're like, this is what I'm I'm hoping to do. And then you realize that with every I don't know if like I don't Beat know what your call heart. network or studio or or everybody here, thank you. Um there's so many more facets and aspects. Uh th- it's why realistically, you know, as we both watched uh Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness last week and, and uh Coast of the Year Mike Luther did also. But like the credits go on forever because yeah. now everybody has to get you, you can't read their name, but they have to get their name on there so that they can screenshot it. You know, when it comes out on on streaming or DVD or, or, or DVD, I'm sorry, Blu-ray. Uh, and, uh, you know, they I can think send I it did to catch the, my friend's name on the in the credits, though. So I have no sweet. idea what she was listed for. But I, as I was reading through, I'm like, oh, there's her name. Well, wow. that that's tremendous. And, and, you know, good for them. But but. Um, yeah, like there's just yes, so much going on. Like the accountants. I don't. I don't know. The accountants may or may not get their names in. I'm sure in the, they do. I'm sure it's you know going to be in the next uh, 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 accountants guild uh, Hollywood. <laughs> the, the Hag, the Hollywood Accountants Guild <laughs> uh, uh, contract <laughs> negotiation is. We want our names uh, in the. But yeah. but there's so much it, that takes place. When I mean, you can be. 
and, and I, I don't, you know, I'm not saying this to minimize your contributions, but you can be in the entertainment industry and be very far removed from right. Kevin Feige or from George Lucas or uh, uh, Zack Snyder, you know. And if you're in the entertainment industry, you probably want to be, you want to be very far removed from um, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, okay. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. I was trying to think of the director of X-Men, uh, Brian Singer. Joss Whedon. Singer. I mean, I know yeah, Joss Whedon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we are, I was going to say okay. we're at, we're at a point. Uh, yes. I would love to continue this conversation. How about we put a pin in it and in our next episode, we finally get on topic of Probably. all the jobs we've had before. <laughs> okay. We all can right. do that. So um, everybody, thank you so much. Uh, I can't wait for uh, co-host of the year, Mike Luther, to uh, just uh, ridicule me <laughs> and tell me what the show should be called. Um, yeah. Mike, when you join us and are holding the stopwatch and the start and stop record button, uh, then you can have say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, just walk. Think of this as the trailer for the real podcast, which is coming you, up next week. Could you, could you imagine? Oh, they'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, Chad, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. Uh, I feel like you're in that retirement phase where even though you don't technically go to work and draw a paycheck, you've got a lot of things going and you're spinning a lot of plates. So thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you next week when we get to our topic that we were supposed to have this week, which is jobs we've had. So stay tuned for that here on the Power Half Hour with Chad Smart, Greg Mahachko on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery